أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون وسواء عليهم أأنذرتهم أم لم تنذرهم لا يؤمنون إنما تنذر من اتبع الذكر وخشي الرحمن بالغيب فبشره بمغفرة وأجر كريم إنا نحن نحيي الموتى ونكتب ما قدموا وآثارهم وكل شيء أحصيناه في إمام مبين واضرب لهم مثلا أصحاب القرية إذ جاءها المرسلون إذ أرسلنا إليهم اثنين فكذبوهما فعززنا بثالث فقالوا إنا إليكم مرسلون قالوا ما أنتم إلا بشر مثلنا وما أنزل الرحمن من شيء إن أنتم إلا تكذبون قالوا ربنا يعلم إنا إليكم لمرسلون وما علينا إلا البلاغ المبين قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم لئن لم تنتهوا لنرجمنكم وليمسنكم منا عذاب أليم قالوا طائركم معكم أئن ذكرتم بل أنتم قوم مسرفون وجاء من أقصى المدينة رجل يسعى قال يا قوم اتبعوا المرسلين 
اتبعوا من لا يسألكم أجرا وهم مهتدون وما لي لا أعبد الذي فطرني وإليه ترجعون أأتخذ من دونه آلهة إن يردني الرحمن بضر لا تغني عني شفاعتهم شيئا ولا ينقذون إني إذا لفي ضلال مبين إني آمنت بربكم فاسمعون قيل دخل الجنة قال يا ليت قومي يعلمون بما غفر لي ربي وجعلني من المكرمين وما أنزلنا على قومه من بعده من جند من السماء وما كنا منزلين إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم خامدون يا حسرة على العباد ما يأتيهم من رسول إلا كانوا به يستهزئون ألم يروا كم أهلكنا قبلهم من الكرون أنهم إليهم لا يرجعون وإن كل لما جميع لدينا محضرون وآية لهم الأرض الميتة أحييناها وأخرجنا منها حبا فمنه يأكلون وجعلنا فيها جنات من نخيل وأعناب وفجرنا فيها من العيون ليأكلوا من ثمره وما عملته أيديهم أفلا يشكرون سبحان الذي خلق الأزواج كلها مما تنبت الأرض ومن أنفسهم ومما لا يعلمون وآية لهم الليل نسلخ منه النهار فإذا هم مظلمون والشمس تجري لمستقر لها ذلك تقدير العزيز العليم والقمر قدرناه منازل حتى عادك العرجون القديم للشمس ينبغي لها أن تدرك القمر ولا الليل سابق النهار وكل في فلك يسبحون وآية لهم أنا حملنا ذريتهم في الفلك المشحون وخلقنا لهم من مثله ما يركبون وإن نشأ نغرقهم فلا صريخ لهم ولا هم ينقذون إلا رحمة منا ومتاعا إلى حين وإذا قيل لهم اتقوا ما بين أيديكم وما خلفكم لعلكم ترحمون وما تأتيهم من آية من آيات ربهم إلا كانوا عنها معرضين 
وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ أَنْفِقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقَكُمُ اللَّهُ قَالَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَنُطْعِمُ مَنْ لَوْ يَشَاءُ اللَّهُ أَطْعَمَهُ إِنْ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا فِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ وَيَقُولُونَ مَتَى هَذَا الْوَعَدُ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ مَا يَنْذُرُونَ إِلَّا صَيْحَةً وَاحِدَةً تَأْخُذُهُمْ وَهُمْ يَخِصِّمُونَ فَلَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ تَوْسِيَةً وَلَا إِلَى أَهْلِهِمْ يَرْجِعُونَ وَنُفِخَ فِي السُّورِ فَإِذَا هُمْ مِنَ الْأَجْدَاثِ إِلَى رَبِّهِمْ يَنْسِلُونَ قَالُوا يَا وَيْلَنَا مَنْ بَعَثَنَا مِنْ مَرْقَدِنَا هَذَا مَا وَعَدَ الرَّحْمَنُ وَصَدَقَ الْمُرْسَلُونَ إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم جميع لدينا محضرون فاليوم لا تظلم نفس شيئا ولا تجزون إلا ما كنتم تعملون إن أصحاب الجنة اليوم في شغل فاكهون هم وأزواجهم في ظلال على الأرائك متكئون لهم فيها فاكهة ولهم ما يدعون سلام قولا من رب رحيم وامتاز اليوم أيها المجرمون ألم أعهد إليكم يا بني آدم ألا تعبدوا الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين وأن يعبدوني هذا صراط مستقيم ولقد أضل منكم جبلا كثيرا فَلَمْ تَكُونُوا تَعْقِلُونَ هَذِهِ جَهَنَّمُ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُوعَدُونَ إِصْلَوْهَا الْيَوْمَ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَكْفُرُونَ الْيَوْمَ نَخْتِمُ عَلَى أَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَطَمَسْنَا عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِهِمْ فَاسْتَبَقُوا الصِّرَاطَ فَأَنَّا يُبْسِرُونَ وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمَسَخْنَاهُمْ عَلَىٰ مَكَانَتِهِمْ فَمَا اسْتَطَاعُوا مُضِيًّا وَلَا يَرْجِعُونَ وَمَنْ نُعَمِّرْهُ نُنَكِّسْهُ فِي الْخَلْقِ أَفَلَا يَعْقِلُونَ وَمَا عَلَّمْنَاهُ الشِّعْرَ وَمَا يَنْبَغِي لَهُ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا ذِكْرٌ وَقُرْآنٌ مُبِينٌ لِيُنْذِرَ مَنْ كَانَ حَيًّا وَيَحِقَّ الْقَوْلُ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ أَوَلَمْ يَرَوْا أَنَّا خَلَقْنَا لَهُمْ مِمَّا عَمِلَتْ أَيْدِيْنَا أَنْعَامًا فَهُمْ لَهَا مَالِكُونَ وَذَلَّلْنَاهَا لَهُمْ فَمِنْهَا رَكُوبُهُمْ وَمِنْهَا يَأْكُلُونَ وَلَهُمْ فِيهَا مَنَافِعُ وَمَشَارِبُ أَفَلَا يَشْكُرُونَ وَاتَّخَذُوا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ آلِهَةً لَعَلَّهُمْ يُنْ 
ينصرون لا يستطيعون نصرهم وهم لهم جند محضرون فلا يحزنك قولهم إنا نعلم ما يسرون وما يعلنون أولم ير الإنسان أنا خلقناه من نطفة فإذا هو خصيم مبين وضرب لنا مثلا ونسي خلقه قال من يحيي العظام وهي رميم قل يحييها الذي أنشأها أول مرة وهو بكل خلق عليم الذي جعل لكم من الشجر الأخضر نارا فإذا أنتم منه توقدون أوليس الذي خلق السماوات والأرض بقادر على أن يخلق مثلهم بلى وهو الخلاق العليم إنما أمره إذا أراد شيئا أن يقول له كن فيكون فسبحان الذي بيده ملكوت كل شيء وإليه ترجعون صدق الله العظيم اللهم آمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيرنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين اللهم إنا نحتفظك ونستودعك أدياننا وأبداننا وأنفسنا وأهلنا وأولادنا وأولادنا وأموالنا وكل شيء أعطيتنا اللهم اجعلنا وإياهم في كنفك وأمانك وعياذك من كل شيطان مريد وجبار عنيد وذي بغي وذي حسد ومن شر كل ذي شر إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم جملنا بالعافية والسلام وحققنا بالتقوى والاستقامة وأعذنا من موجبات الندامة إنك سميع الدعاء اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا وأولادنا ومشايخنا وأصحابنا وإخواننا في الدين 
ولمن أحبنا فيك ولمن أحسن إلينا والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم على عبدك ورسولك سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وارزقنا كمال المتابعة له ظاهرا وباتنا في عافية وسلامة برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله يا الله يا الله ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما تقدموا لأنفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله هو خيرا وأعظم أجرا واستغفروا الله إن الله غفور رحيم استغفر الله 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 
Astaghfirullah 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 Al-Azim Al-Ladhi La Ilaha Illa Huwa Al-Hayya Al-Qayyum Wa Atubu Ilayh إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله 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 
لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل 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 
Ismuhu maktubum marfu'um mashfu'um mankushum fillawhi walqalam Sayyidil Arabi walajam Jismuhu muqaddasum muattarum mutahharum munawwarum filbayti walharam Shamsid duha badrid duja sadril ula nuril huda kahfil wara misbahid dhulam Jameel al-shiyami shafi'i al-umami sahib al-judi wal-karam Wallahu asimuhu wa jibrilu khadimuhu wal-buraku markabuhu wal-mi'araju safaruhu وَسِدْرَةُ الْمُنْتَهَى مَقَامُهُ وَقَابَ قَوْسَيْنِ مَتْلُوبُهُ وَالْمَتْلُوبُ مَقْسُودُهُ وَالْمَقْسُودُ مَوْجُودُهُ سَيِّدِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ خَاتَمِ النَّبِيِّينَ شَفِيعِ الْمُذْنِبِينَ أَنِيسِ الْغَرِيبِينَ رَحْمَةٍ لِلْعَالَمِينَ رَاحَةِ الْعَاشِقِينَ مُرَادِ الْمُشْتَاقِينَ شَمْسِ الْعَارِفِينَ سِرَاجِ السَّالِكِينَ مِسْبَاحِ الْمُقَرَّبِينَ محب الفقراء والغرباء والمساكين سيد الثقلين نبي الحرمين إمام القبلتين وسيلتنا في الدارين وسيلتنا في الدارين صاحب قاب قوسين محبوب رب المشرقين والمغربين جد الحسن والحسين جد الحسن والحسين مولانا ومولى الثقلين أبي القاسم محمد بن عبد الله نور من نور الله نور من نور الله يا أيها المشتاقون بنور جماله صلوا عليه وآله وأصحابه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وارغلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين 
سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا علي يا عظيم يا حليم يا عليم أنت ربي وعلمك حسبي فنعم الرب ربي ونعم الحسب حسبي تنسر من تشاء وأنت العزيز الرحيم نسألك العصمة في الحركات والسكنات والكلمات والإرادات والخطرات من الشكوك والذنون والأوهام الساترة للقلوب عن مطالعة الغيوب فقد ابتلي المؤمنون وزلزلوا زلزالا شديدا وإذ يقول المنافقون والذين في قلوبهم مرض ما وعدنا الله ورسوله إلا غرورا فثبتنا وانصرنا وسخر لنا هذا البحر كما سخرت البحر لموسى وسخرت النار لإبراهيم وسخرت الجبال والحديد لداود وسخرت الريح والشياطين والجن لسليمان وسخر لنا كل بحر هو لك في الأرض والسماء والملك والملكوت وبحر الدنيا وبحر الآخرة وسخر لنا كل شيء يا من بيده ملكوت كل شيء كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد انصرنا فإنك خير الناصرين وافتح لنا فإنك خير الفاتحين واغفر لنا فإنك خير الغافرين وارحمنا فإنك خير الراحمين وارزقنا فإنك خير الرازقين 
وَاهْدِنَا وَنَجِّنَا مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ وَهَبْ لَنَا رِيحًا طَيِّبَةً كَمَا هِيَ فِي عِلْمِكَ وَانْشُرْهَا عَلَيْنَا مِنْ خَزَائِنِ رَحْمَتِكَ وَاحْمِلْنَا بِهَا حَمْلَ الْكَرَامَةِ مَعَ السَّلَامَةِ وَالْعَافِيَةِ فِي الدِّينِ وَالدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ اللهم يسر لنا أمورنا مع الراحة لقلوبنا وأبداننا والسلامة والعافية في دنيانا ودينا وكن لنا صاحبا في سفرنا وخليفة في أهلنا واطمس على وجوه أعدائنا وامسخهم على مكانتهم فلا يستطيعون المضيء ولا المجيء إلينا ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم وقد خاب من حمل ظلما طاسين حاميم عين قاف مرج البحرين يلتقيان بينهما برزخ لا يبغيان حاميم 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 
حميم 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 هم الأمر وجاء النصر فعلينا لا ينصرون حميم تنزيل الكتاب من الله العزيز العليم غافر الذنب وقابل التوب شديد العقاب ذي التول لا إله إلا هو إليه المصير بسم الله بابنا تبارك حيطاننا ياسين سقفنا كاف هايا عين صاد كفايتنا حاميم عين سين قاف حمايتنا فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم ستر العرش مسبول علينا وعين الله ناظرة إلينا بحول الله لا يقدر علينا والله من ورائهم محيط بل هو قرآن مجيد في لوح محفوظ فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم 
بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الارض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الارض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم اعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق اعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق اعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله والحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الله لطيف بعباده يرزق من يشاء وهو القوي العزيز يا لطيف 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 يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه الطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه 
ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير اللهم يا من لطفت في خلق السماوات والأرض ولطفت بالأجنة في بطون أمهاتها ألطف بنا لطفا يليك بكرمك ورحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله اللهم يا من جعلت الصلاة على النبي من القربات نتقرب إليك بكل صلاة سليت عليه من أول النشأة إلى ما لا نهاية من الكمالات بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة 
وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه في كل لمحه ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاه كامله وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه في كل لمحه ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك Inshallah we'll continue with Dhikr Jami'ah La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma وسيعه علم الله لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله في كل لمحه ونفس عدد ما وسيعه علم الله لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله في كل لمحه ونفس عدد ما وسيعه علم الله لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله في كل لمحه ونفس عدد ما وسيعه علم الله لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله في كل لمحه ونفس عدد ما وسيعه علم الله لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله في كل لمحه ونفس عدد ما وسيعه علم الله ان شاء الله ميك دعاءنا اللهم امين اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الى ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد او الله سبحانه وتعالى وبرفر الشيخ تيتش مرشد الماستر سيدنا الشيخ فيصل محمد عبد الرزاق او الله ما ينكرس من نولج ان وزدم 
O Allah, may you protect him from evil and we pray that he will lead his marids on the straight path towards you. O Allah, we pray for the Shaykh and his family. We pray that you strengthen them in Iman, keep them in good health and grant them long life in Islam. O Allah, we pray that you protect them from all evil, ease their trials and grant them the sweetness of paradise. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. Allah forgive us for our sins and guide us on the straight path leading to paradise. O oh Allah, you know the needs of all of us present here. O oh Allah, answer our dua and take care of our needs. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our parents that you grant them your grace and mercy as they raise us in childhood. O oh, oh Allah, grant our parents long life and good health in Islam. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive our parents and grant them paradise. O oh Allah, for our parents who have passed away and returned to you, Allah, we beg you to forgive them. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the marids of Shaykh Faisal throughout the world. O oh Allah, we pray that you ease our trials and, us, and grant us the strength to face our trials. O oh Allah, make it easy for us to gain true knowledge and to practice it, to be good marids and to get ever closer to you. O oh Allah, you know the needs of all of the marids. O oh Allah, we beg you to answer our, our dua and take care of our needs. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the Muslims around the world. O oh Allah, we pray that you strengthen us in Iman. O oh Allah, we pray for unity and to make us stronger as a nation. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please comfort and relieve all Muslims who are suffering and have suffered losses. O oh Allah, you are the all-powerful and the almighty. O oh Allah, we beg you to give us victory against the unbelievers. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for the International Islamic Forum and then Fasil and Dhikr Halaka. May you make it easy for us to establish many messages for your sake. May you bless the Islamic form and then fasil dhikr halaka to be a beacon of to be a beacon of light for Islam throughout the world. And may you help us to finish building the new masjid soon and make it easy for us to do so. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yasifun wa salamun ala mursani walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Sayyidina Muhammadur Rasulullah. A'udhu billahi s-samil alim in ash-shaytan r-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalatu wassalamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin. وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَأَصْحَابِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ سَيِّدَنَا مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولُهُ اللَّهُمَّ افْتَحْ عَلَيْنَا فُتُوحَ الْعَارِفِينَ وَوَفِقْنَا تَوْفِيقَ الصَّالِحِينَ وَانْفَعْنَا اللَّهُمَّ بِالْقُرْآنِ وَالذِّكْرِ الْحَكِيمِ اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد 
وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters My dear murids Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you and welcome once again to this special program coming to you from the Islamic Forum of Canada where we share with you this message of mercy from God Almighty to all of His creation. This is our daily broadcast. It starts at 7 p.m. Toronto time or Eastern time and we're coming to you from your Zawiya here at the Islamic Forum. We thank you for joining us today for our broadcast and we hope you can join us every day for this program at 7 p.m. We kindly request you to reach out to your family members, to your relatives, to your friends and other Muslims that you know. Tell them about this program, share the YouTube link with them, encourage them to watch the program. Inshallah, they'll benefit from the program and you will receive increased blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We also kindly request you to enter your information in the chat, your name and the city where you're from, and then your updates on the three projects, the Gratitude Project, the Salawat Project, and the Quran Project. We want to recognize uh, all our donors, those who donated today and yesterday and before. We thank all our donors, uh, we make special dua for them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them and bless their family, bless their loved ones for their donation to the Islamic Forum. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answer all their dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase them in his risk, in his sustenance and uh, grant them uh, more of his blessings because of their donation to the Islamic Forum, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enrich them many more times, all our donors that uh, have donated to the Islamic Forum, whether it's yet today or yesterday or before. So a special dua for all our donors. And uh, we, we also make an appeal to each and every one of you to make a generous donation to the Islamic Forum today. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you for so doing. I also want to reassure you that our interests, our concern uh, in this program, it's your safety, your well-being, your health, uh, and also your spirituality, that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can keep you safe and protect you from all sources of harm, you, your family, your loved ones, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can strengthen you in your spirituality so that you can be closer to him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and closer to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We also have a special series of uh, short videos uh, for your benefit, for your viewing pleasure. Uh, and also we have a series of full-length lectures on the seerah or life history of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And if you like to receive uh, these special short videos and the series of lectures and the seerah, please send us your email address so we can add you to the email list, inshallah, and you will receive the links for these wonderful lectures and short but beautiful uh, video clips 
that our staff has prepared specially for you. We want to make a special dua now for each and every one of you, uh, for all our donors, for the sponsors of our dinner program. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of them. For everyone that is signed into the chat, for taking the extra effort to sign into, into the chat, we make special dua for them. And for each and every one of you, whatever dua you like to make, put that knee in your heart, keep that knee in your heart, and we make dua for you based on your knee, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all your dua. And we also want to include uh, my, my family in dua, uh, my parents, and my mom and dad as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them and bless you, inshallah. Please raise your hands and join me in dua. Allahumma ameen. A'udhu billahi sameel alim in ash-shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmidin Iyaka Nabudu Wa Iyaka Nasta'een Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem Sirat Al-Ladheena Namta Alayhim Ghayr Al-Maglubi Alayhim Walad-Dalim Ameen Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Abdika wa Rasulika Nabiya Al-Ummi Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim tasliman Bikaduri azamati thatika fi kulli waqtin waheem La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inna kunna minal zalimeen La ilaha illa Allahul halimul kareem Subhanallahi rabbil arshil azim Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثن اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قديته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قديتها برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وادخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيرنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 may Allah subhanahu wa taala increase us in tawfiq and kubul and ziyada I also want to once again remind you of the three ongoing projects that we have, the gratitude project, the salawat project, and the Quran project, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can bless you to continue participating in these projects every day so you can increase your blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And today, I want to say something about the virtues of the gratitude project, this attitude of gratitude project. Uh, that uh, you can be from among uh, Ahlul Shukr and Ahlul Hamd, from the uh, people of praise and gratitude and thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
tells us about the tremendous importance and consequence of expressing gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals la in shakartum la azidannakum la in shakartum la azidannakum if you are thankful to me if you are grateful to me i will increase you with my blessings so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala establishes an important principle here that if you want to receive the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the bounties and, and special gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the ni'mah, uh, then you must be thankful to Allah. And if you want to continue to receive those bounties from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you must continue to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make a special dua and the sahabas initially did not understand the meaning of this dua and, and so they asked him to explain to them about this dua. The Prophet used to say, Allahumma ja'alni min al-qaleel. O Allah, let me be from among that small group of few people. O Allah, make me from al-qaleel, that small group. Allahumma ja'alni min al-qaleel. Small group of people. And so they asked the Prophet, and the Prophet said, he referred them to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in the Quran. min And few are my servants who are truly grateful to me. Few are my servants who are truly grateful to me. And so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to make this uh, dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, let me be from among that few who are truly grateful to you. Allahumma ja'alni min al-qaleel. And, and, and so he demonstrates to us, the Prophet demonstrates to us the importance of being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is an occasion, an event I want to share with you that took place in the time of the Prophet in the masjid of the Prophet uh, a hadith that is from among the Musal Salat hadith, the special pattern chain of narration hadith that we've mentioned from time to time during this program. This particular hadith is called Hadith Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiallahu anhu al-Musalsal bil-Mahabba. So it's the hadith of the noble companion Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal because he's the one who narrated it from the Prophet and it's the pattern chain, the tasalsal, it's mahabba, al-musalsal bil-mahabba. The pattern chain is based on love or mahabba. Uh, a similar, another example of the hadith of Rahmah uh, that I've quoted before on this program on several occasions and give you ijazah for that. And tonight uh, we give you ijazah for this other hadith Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal al-Musalsal bil-Mahabba. So one day after they finished praying in a masjid, Masjid al-Nabawi, Medina, uh, the Prophet ﷺ took hold of the hand of Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal, held him by the hands, and he says, Ya Mu'adh, inni uhibbuk. O Mu'adh, I love you. So don't forget to say after each salah, Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. 
O Allah, strengthen me to remember you, to engage in dhikr of you, and to be grateful and thankful to you, and to worship you in the best way. So this is the dua that the Prophet wasallam taught to Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal. And he preceded the, the dua, the instruction for the dua, by saying, Inni uhibbuk, I love you. And so in each link of the chain now, when Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal would relate it uh, to, the, to the tabi'in, and then to the tabi tabi'in, they related it, and so on, throughout the ages, the, uh, this statement or phrase is included in the hadith, Inni uhibbuk, I love you. Therefore, don't forget to say after each salah this special dua. Allahumma a'ini ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatik. So here is included, wa shukrika. Strengthen me, O Allah, to be thankful and grateful to you. This dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it's so important to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This attitude of gratitude that you, you must have, and so to be part of this gratitude project. And the, the important stages in this expression of gratitude, firstly, a recognition of the ni'mah, the blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, the scholars have, has, have mentioned, at-tahadduth bi-ni'matillahi shukran. Like, to, to mention it, to talk about it, that's an expression of gratitude. In other words, you're recognizing the blessing in your life, uh, the source of it, it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you're thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever uh, blessings and ni'mah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you with. Such as when you enter it into the, the chat uh, to do that, inshallah, the, the first level. And then secondly, to use that blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to you to obey him, to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the way you respond to this ni'mah determines whether this name continue to be a blessing for you or it can be a source of harm for you, how you use it. Like someone have uh, money, they, Allah SWT bless them with wealth, with money. They, they use it to thank Allah SWT, it continues to be a source of blessing to him. But they use it to disobey Allah SWT, to engage in actions and activities that are prohibited and so on. It becomes a sin for them. It becomes a sin for them. So we need to be mindful how you respond it. Use the name to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the important level now to be from among the shakur that the Prophet mentioned. وَقَلِيلٌ مِنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ The ayah and the dua, Allahumma ja'ali min al-qalil. And that is to use this bless, the blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed, blessed you with, has given to you, to, exp to, to help others. To help others. So Allah SWT, for example, has blessed you with knowledge. Then use that knowledge to educate others, to teach others, to let them know more about Allah SWT, about Islam, about the Prophet and, and other useful things. Allah SWT has blessed you with wealth. Then use that wealth, wealth that money, to help others. That's the, the, the high level of expressing gratitude to Allah SWT. And so everything, you look at your life and what you've been blessed with, you use it to help others. This is an important uh, aspect of 
expression of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the different, different levels I want you to be cognizant of that you can practice it, inshallah. And, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you to be from among Ahlu Shukr. And the scholars have mentioned, if you want to be from Ahlu Ziyadah, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the ayah, from Ahlu Ziyadah, from the people who are getting increased in, in blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then be from Ahlu Shukr. Be from those who are always grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would grant you more and more blessings in this dunya and more so in the Akhirah. Much more in the Akhirah, in the hereafter in Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you uh, to be from among Ahlu Shukr and Ahlul Hamd like this. Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. Shukran, Islam alaikum. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الهزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد My dear brothers and sisters, السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you I want to share some reflections on this important topic, the consequences of insulting the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Based on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran, in Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 67, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares, Wallahu ya'asimuka minan nas, and Allah will defend you from people who want to harm you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals this in the Quran and establishes this principle and makes this promise to the Prophet Wallahu ya'asimuka minan nas and Allah will defend you from people who want to harm you. And, and so throughout the ages, uh, people, some people have leveled insults at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God Almighty, and his prophets. 
and those who promote his way, who invite people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the insult that's leveled at the Prophet the abuse uh, that people have been doing recently, it's not new. In a sense, it's not the first time it's happening. This is something that's happened for uh, 14 plus centuries. And predating that now, even with previous prophets, uh, people have said things, unbelievers, those who uh, are against, were against the teachings of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when they're inviting people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they would question this. They would question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, they would say bad things uh, about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who are inviting to the way of Allah, such as the prophets, and those who support them. So this is something that has been going on. But what is also true is the, the consequences of these actions. Let's take, for example, Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam, Prophet Noah, when he was commanded by Allah SWT to build the ark because people had started command, uh, committing very terrible sins. They were so ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew what he will do with them. And so he commanded uh, Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam, Prophet Noah, to build the ark. And then the response of the people, even before then, when uh, Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam, he spent 950 years calling people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine that, more than 900 years. No one lives for 900 years today. And for all of that time, most of that time, they're insulting him, rejecting him, doing and saying bad things about him. You know, they would tell people, uh, don't listen to him, and he's a bad person, he's a mad person, so on. And he had to endure all of that. But then look at the end result, what happened? The floods came. Those who were on the ark, that believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, they were saved. Everyone else was destroyed. Look at the end for, of them. Yes, this, this is what also happens. Yes, there are people who would uh, level abuse at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his prophets, and so on, but they do not have a good end. And this attitude of mocking the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mocking those, the believers, those who are inviting people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this scorning uh, distract people from accepting the truth of that message. They don't want to accept the truth of that message. They're blinded, spiritually blinded. And so a good way out is for them to mock and make fun of the people who are calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the unbelievers and the evil people, bad people, this is what they've done. Because it's convenient for them. But once again, the prophets that they mocked, and they scorned, and they killed, and they insulted. Those prophets are in a state of bliss, and their legacies remain. People remember the good things that they did, while 
the scorners and those who mocked the prophets, they are relegated to the dustbin of history in this dunya and awaiting a much longer everlasting chastisement and humiliation in the hereafter. What can be better? Let's look at the case of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It, it, his experience shows that there were uh, so many people who opposed him. So many people who opposed him. And not only opposing him, but the way they treated him. The way they treated him in, in those early years in Mecca. Thirteen years of prophethood in Mecca. From when he was 40 years of age, he received revelation to Allah subhanahu wa to when he was 53 years of age, when he finally made the hijrah to Medina. So 13 years of enduring what the people of Mecca did to him. Uh, they, they, they opposed him and they treated him in a terrible way. But once again, look at what Allah subhanahu wa did for his Prophet and look at what happened to those people who opposed him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Hijr, chapter 15, verse 95, Surely we are sufficient for you against the mockers, those who are mocking you, opposing you, leveling abuse at you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We will, we are sufficient for you <coughs> against them. In the first ayah that you mentioned before, Wallahu And Allah will defend you from the people who want to harm you. And here it says, Surely we are sufficient for you against those bad people, those evil people. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, about how he is protecting his Prophet sallallahu and how uh, he deals with the people who level abuse and insults at the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let's share a few of these events with you. During the public phase of da'wah. There were different stages in the da'wah. There was the secret da'wah, a da'wah to sir, at the beginning, those formative years, when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had to meet with sahabas privately and secretly in the home of one of the sahabas, Al-Arkam. Al-Arkam ibn Abil Arkam, radiallahu anhu, great sahaba. And he gave his home as a da'wah center, as a, a zawiyah for, for the Prophet and, and those early Muslims. So they, it's called Darul Arkam, Darul Arkam, that, that home. That the Prophet would go there uh, secretly and the Sahabas would go there secretly. Nobody would know what they're doing. And they met the Prophet would teach them about Islam and train them and so on, like this. So this is the early phase of the da'wah, the secret phase of da'wah. And then after this phase, there was the public phase of da'wah, 
when the Prophet would go and invite people to, to Islam and the other Sahabas would do likewise. After they became a bit stronger um, and they had support, for example, after Sayyidina Umar al-Khattab uh, accepted Islam, after uh, Sayyidina Hamza accepted Islam, Sayyidina al-Abbas and so on, these are important, powerful, influential people uh, like this. So there was another phase, the public phase of da'wah. And then, when the Prophet ﷺ went to Medina, he, he then embarked on another phase of da'wah, the international phase of the da'wah, which is now he went beyond the boundaries of Mecca, for example, when he was in Mecca, and now Medina, because everyone in Medina had accepted Islam, except for a few in those early years. Ultimately, everyone did, and those that did not left. Uh, then the Prophet reached out beyond that, and he sent letters of invitation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, da'wah letters to, the, to, to different rulers and leaders, tribal chiefs, and so on. The two powerful nations, civilization at that time, the two superpowers, was the Roman civilization and the Persian civilization. And the Prophet sent letters of invitation to them, telling them that they should accept this. And he is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet of Allah, the final Prophet, the final messenger. And he's, he, came, he, he came with the final religion of Islam. And he told them to accept Islam and to enjoy eternal bliss and happiness and to safeguard their people who they're ruling and their kingdom that they own. All of that, goodness of all of that. So he sent letter to Caesar, the emperor of Rome. Caesar actually was a title, wasn't the name of the person. It was a, it was a title for all the rulers of Rome at that time, in that part of their history. This is how Pharaoh was a title for the rulers of Egypt before, in the time of Sayyidina Musa salam. Uh, and different ones had different names, like Ramesses. Ramesses is one of the names of one of the pharaohs in the time of Sayyidina Musa salam. But the, the, the pharaoh is not the name, it's a title. Similarly, Caesar, uh, a title. So he sent it to them. And he also sent a letter of invitation to Khosrow, the emperor of Persia, the king of Persia. They, they responded in a different. Both of them, Caesar of Rome and Khosrow of Persia, they did not accept the invitation of the Prophet to accept Islam. They, they, they did not accept that Islam based on what the Prophet invited them to do not. But Caesar, he treated the, the messenger of the Prophet the emissary that went to Rome to give him this letter. And he honored the messenger and he honored the letter that was sent to him from the Prophet And then Allah SWT strengthened his kingdom for that reason, because he honored the letter that was sent to 
him by the Prophet وسلم, and he and he treated the the messenger who brought the letter in a good way, respectable manner. See, but he did not accept Islam. On the other hand, Khosrow, the emperor or king of Persia, he ripped the letter. He was so arrogant and annoyed that the Prophet who supposedly in his eyes a weak leader with a weak kingdom, Medina, nothing much, insignificant to his huge kingdom. So he's annoyed at this. Why would that person send me a letter asking me to accept Islam? So he arrogant response. He tore the letter up and mocked the messenger who came with the letter and also mocked the Prophet wasallam. And when the messenger came back to Medina, like meaning the emissary of the Prophet he came back to Medina and told him the Prophet what happened. The Prophet said, Khosrow has just torn apart his own dominion, his own kingdom. In another revise says, Mazakallahu mulkahu. Just as how he uh, tore up, up and ripped, uh, ripped up this letter, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rip up his kingdom, destroy it. We have to be mindful about the, the du'a of the Prophet So we see time and time again what happens to the du'a of the Prophet How Allah SWT responds to the du'a of the Prophet SubhanAllah. So a short time after this incident, the son of Khosrow, the king of Persia, his name is Kavad II. He killed his father to take over the throne. He wanted the throne. His father is getting old. He killed his father to take over the throne, which he did. And then after that, there were successive defeats at the hands of the Byzantines and the Muslims, especially under the caliphate of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab. And the empire of Khosrow was indeed torn into pieces. Torn into pieces. There's another incident we mentioned when we talked about the mir miraculous events which occurred at the birth of the Prophet When 14 of the towers of the, the palaces of Khosrow uh, crumbled at, on, on the occasion of the birth of the Prophet we, we did a lecture earlier on the miracles and miraculous events and amazing events which took place uh, at the birth of the Prophet and that's one of them. And the significance was that there would be just 14 rulers who would, who would then rule. And then the kingdom, the entire kingdom was destroyed. And that happened. Imam Suhaili reports that Heraclius kept the prophet's letter sheltered in a gold-like object, gold-like container in honor in that letter and kept passing it down from one emperor to, to the other. It finally ended up with the king of, of the Franks over Toledo before being inherited down. Some of our companions told me that Abdul Malik ibn Saad, one of the Muslim commanders, met that king, king of the France. In their encounter, he showed him the prophetic letter that they had and they inherited from their, their ancestors, each king giving it down. And 
So he showed them this letter from the Prophet On seeing it, the commander was overtaken by emotion and knelt down, kneeled down to kiss the letter. In another riwayah, Ibn Hajar, Imam Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, on the authority of Sa'id al-Din Falih al-Mansuri, that the king of the Franks showed him a box lined with gold containing a gold pen case. He opened the case and pulled out a letter. The letter attached to a silk rag. The king then said, this is your prophet's letter to my grandfather, the Caesar, Emperor of Rome, that continues to be inherited and handed down from leader to leader until now. Our father advised us that so long as we preserve this letter, our kingdom will be preserved. We thus protect it with utmost effort and honor it, concealing it from the Christians so that our dominion may persist. Look, how, look at the effect of just the letter of the prophet, how it's beneficial, that they kept it, they honored it, and how they benefited from it. That's one example uh, what happened. And then on the other side, what happened to the emperor of Persia, Khosrow, the king of Persia, because of how he responded to the letter of the Prophet So when people are insulting the Prophet such as uh, publishing, printing cartoons, very derogatory cartoons, filthy things, insulting the Prophet Subhanallah, what will happen to them? Look at what happened in the past. And we've seen this time and time again. Abu Lahab and his son Udba were once preparing to go to Sham, Bilad Sham, for trading. Before they left, because usually the, these trading caravans would be away from Mecca for several months because they're taking things from Mecca, trading items, merchandise, and they're going to Bilad Sham, many places, Bilad Sham incre uh, included Syria, uh, Jordan, Lebanon, Palestine, like this. So they would be away for a long time. So they, they, they're going. Before they left, Odba said, I will first go to Muhammad and mock his Lord. This is what he's saying. So Odba, son of Abu Lahab, went to the Prophet and daringly he said, invoking a Quranic passage from Sultan Najm out of mockery. I have disavowed the one who got close and drew near. This is when in Surah Najm, Allah SWT is talking about how we honor the Prophet by bringing him near to him in, in, in the event of Isra and Miraj. But he's changing it out to mock the Prophet I have disavowed the one who got close and drew near and what was at a distance of two bows length, two bows length or nearer. Hearing his mockery of Allah's word, the Prophet invoked Migdawa against him. Ya Allah, O Allah, send up upon him a dog from one of your dogs. And the Prophet turned away from him, did not even look at him. 
Utbah, son of Abu Lahab, returned to his father and he asked, O son, what did you say to him? Meaning the Prophet. Utbah, son of Abu Lahab, related the account of what happened. That he went and he said these mocking words, and the Prophet made dua against him and turned away from him. Abu Lahab asked what happened, and then he said, uh, what did he say back to you? He replied, Allah sent upon him a dog from, of your dogs. Abu Lahab then said, Son, by Allah, I do not feel safe from the manifestation of that supplication, that the dua of the Prophet Even Abu Lahab, the father, is saying that he doesn't feel safe from it. So they took off with their entourage, trading caravan, until they reached a land in, in Asham uh, that was known, a place that was known to have lions. And, and then uh, as far as this travel, they would have to uh, set up camp at night. Generally, they, uh, when darkness comes, they, they wouldn't travel, they set up a camp, and then they'll travel during the day. So it takes long. So they, they reached this place where it's known to have a lot of lions. So Abu Lahab addressed the group of people with him and said, by the right of my age and position, that man, Muhammad, supplicating, supplicated against my son that I do not feel protected from that supplication. So gather your belongings and go to that monastery, it's pointing to the monastery, uh, a religious place of refuge, and put my son in the middle of your belongings and surround him. So it's a way to protect his son. Put him in the middle, surround him, have your belongings there so nothing can go to him. And they did as he ordered. Later, that same night, a lion approached and roamed around the camping area, sniffing and searching until he hopped on top of their caravan and jumped directly onto Utbah, son of Abu Lahab vigorously attacking him until he ripped his head off. He ripped his head off. Abu Lahab then said, I knew that he would not escape the supplication of that man, meaning the Prophet Muhammad And this is mentioned in Tafsir of Ibn Kathir. Look at what happened to people who mocked the Prophet who insulted the Prophet and they do this with this hatred of the Prophet no respect. Look what happens to them. In this case, Utbah, the son of Abu Lahab. Imam al-Qatani in his book, Dhail Mawlid al-Ulama, mentions that during the Khalifa, uh, during the time of the Khalifa al-Hakim, there was a man who called himself Hadi, Al-Mustajibin, the guide of the acceptors, and he would call to the worship of the ruler, not a worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, he would do that. People do this to gain favors, to you know, receive gifts and money and worldly things from the rulers. They would do this. It was said that he also insulted the Prophet 
this man, not a believer, insulted the Prophet and he spat on the Quran or at the Quran. And then later on, he entered Mecca. When he entered Mecca, the residents of Mecca complained to the Amir of Mecca, the ruler of Mecca. But the Amir defended the man and sought to excuse him by saying that he had repented. He was sorry for what he did. But the people of Mecca insisted that such a sin cannot be made up for by mere repentance. And they gathered in the haram, Masjid al-Haram. And collectively, they made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until a thick, dark smog filled the atmosphere hovering over Mecca. And then it disappeared. And then a bright ray of light was seen over the Kaaba, visible day and night, continuing there. And this persisted. And then the Amir of Mecca was told about this. And then he acted when he saw this clear sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so this person, Hadi al-Mustajibin, what his title is called, was captured and executed because he insulted the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Another example I want to share with you tonight. In, in the book Ashifa, Ashifa Bitarif Hukuk al Mustafa, this great book by Qadi Iyad ibn Musa al Yahsubi, one of the great books about the Prophet. Uh, we, have, we have taught it here at Islam Forum to the Murids and others on several occasions. Uh, repeated it. And this, this is a book that scholars would teach often, some of them once every year, like in the month of Rabi'il Awwal. Uh, they recite it. Some of them in Ramadan, they recite it. It has great barakah, great blessing. Uh, the, the Kitab Shifa. In, in this book, Qadi Iyad writes that the, the Jewries of Kairawan in what is present day Tunisia, and the companions of the Jewish, Sahnun ibn Sa'ad, had issued an, a, a fatwa, a, a legal ruling, to execute Ibrahim al-Fazari, who was a skilled poet and master of multiple sciences, but who would frequently mock Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, including the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This man, he, you know, he, he's brilliant, he's a poet, uh, but he is misusing his intelligence that Allah subhanahu wa gave to him. And so he's attacking, insulting the Prophet, like writing poetry, poems, and so on, insulting the Prophet. And then the, the jurist, the faqih, Imam Yahya, Yahya ibn Omar, ordered for this man, Al Fazari, to be killed and crucified. So he was. Uh, killed, crucified, he was hung on the cross facing the, the Qibla. And historians mention that the formerly grounded wooden pole on which he was hung was later found in this place but facing another direction. It was not facing Qibla. This miraculous event took place as, as part of this humiliation of this person 
who was insulting the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is some of the events and incidents I, I, I want to share with you uh, about the consequences of those who insult the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What happened to them? And subhanAllah, uh, time and time again, we've seen this. Uh, and and this, this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wallahu ya'asimuka minan nas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala de will defend you, is defending you from people who want to harm you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does that. And, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala defend his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala humiliate those who are insulting the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the worst of ways. We are hurt, we feel the pain. It's like someone stabbing us in the heart when they insult the Prophet And so, in these times, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care and defend and protect the honor of his Prophet, the best of creation, his most beloved creation, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to always be close to him and be close to the Prophet and to defend the Prophet and to uh, elevate the mentioning and the remembrance of the Prophet in everything we do. Amin, amin, amin. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The lecture you just listened to, Consequences of Insulting the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the first part in that series. Uh, in, in, in this lecture, we mentioned what Allah Subhanahu Wa says in the Quran, what the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned in the Hadith, and incidents in our history re relating or regarding people who insulted the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala takes this matter seriously. And he says he, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, defends his Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi And so there are severe consequences of annoying the Prophet Sallallahu of hurting the Prophet Sallallahu of insulting the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi And this is something people should not do. And it's unfortunate that Today in our world, there are people who do this and really unnecessarily uh, leaders of country uh, making statements like that, supporting those who are insulting the Prophet, defending them in the, in the, under the guise or excuse of freedom of speech. Uh, and it's hypocritical that they would say that. They only use that when it comes to Muslims and Islam. Uh, but uh, with dealing with other people, they, they don't attack and insult other people uh, in the name of freedom of expression. No, they've made it illegal and unlawful. But there's this hypocritical double standard they have when dealing with Muslims. And so we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We uh, make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect the honor of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised to defend and protect the honor of the Prophet throughout the ages. Uh, and 
we, we, we want to uh, do what we can do, all of us, to elevate the remembrance, the memory, the honor of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And among the best of ways for you to do that is to take pride in practicing the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu in your life. This was the way of the Sahabas. They, they, they would strive to implement as many Sunnah as possible in their lives. Whatever the Prophet did, it was important for them. And they did it. And this is the attitude we should have towards the Sunnah of the Prophet Strive to implement it in our lives. No matter how small or insignificant or unimportant it may seem to people, the Sunnah of the Prophet uh, once the Prophet did it, it's important and you should strive to do it. This is one level. And then the second thing is the salawat, to recite much salawat on the Prophet wasallam as much as you can. And it would open doors for you in your relationship with the Prophet wasallam. The second lecture for tonight, we want to share with you uh, reflections on this beautiful topic. The greatest gift for believers. That is the topic I want to address in the second lecture tonight. The greatest gift for the believers. Based on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran. لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And inshallah, we hope you enjoy this lecture. A'udhu Billahi Samil Alim Min Ash-Shaytan Ar-Rajim Bismillahi Rahman Ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa Salatu Wa Salamu Ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Wa Ala Alihi Wa Ashabihi Ajma'in Wa Ashhadu An La Ilaha Illa Allah Wahdahu La Sharika La Wa Ashhadu Anna Sayyidina Muhammadan Abdullahi Wa Rasooluh اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الهزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you and welcome once again to our special series of lectures. Tonight, we want to share with you reflections on this beautiful topic, the greatest gift for believers, the greatest gift for believers. 
And I want to refer to some verses in the Quran specifically uh, relating to Sayyidina Ibrahim salam, Prophet Abraham, peace and blessings of God be upon him. Uh, and there is a special dua that he made uh, that I want to share with you uh, and then the response of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to that dua, the greatest gift for believers. I want to speak on that topic with you inshallah. So uh, going back to Mecca some 4,000 years ago when Sayyidina Ibrahim salam was there with his son Sayyidina Ibrahim, Sayyidina Ismail, Dabihullah alayhi salam. So Prophet Abraham and his son Prophet Ishmael were there in Mecca. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam to rebuild the Kaaba, to establish this Kaaba on the same foundations that Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam had built the Kaaba, making it, making it the first house of worship established for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for God Almighty on this earth. Al-Baytullah al-Atiq. So Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam and his son built the Kaaba. And after he finished, the, uh, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam made some special dua. So I want to reflect, share some reflections with you on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. From Surah Al-Baqarah, starting with ayah number 125. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. وَإِذْ جَعَلْنَا الْبَيْتَ مَثَابَةً لِلنَّاسِ وَأَمْنًا وَاتَّخِذُوا مِن مَّقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُصَلًّى وَأَعْهِدْنَا إِلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْمَاعِيلَ أَن تَطَهَّرَا بَيْتِيَ لِلطَّائِفِينَ أَن تَطَهَّرَا بَيْتِيَ لِلطَّائِفِينَ وَالْعَاكِفِينَ وَالرُّكَّعِ السُّجُودِ And remember, when we made the house, meaning the Kaaba at Mecca, a place of assembly for mankind and a place of safety, and take you the maqam of Ibrahim, the place of Ibrahim, as a place of prayer. And we commanded Ibrahim and Ismail that they should purify my house, the Kaaba at Mecca, the house of Allah, for those who are circumambulating it, performing tawaf around it, or staying in etikaf, or bowing there, or prostrating there in prayer. So this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals about what the command he gave to Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam and Sayyidina Ismail dabihullah alayhi salam. We made this house a place of assembly, a place that, of assembly and a place of security and safety. And, and so the, the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Kaaba, Baytullah al-Atiq, 
has always been this way, a place of refuge, a place of assembly, a place, a place of security and safety for people. And there are times in history when people seek refuge in the house from others who may mean to harm them or to kill them or to injure them and so on. It has always been like this uh, throughout uh, history. And remember, it was established the, the Kaaba by Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam on, and built before then by Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam, uh, making it the first house of worship established on this earth for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and so, Ibrahim alayhi salam and his son Sayyidina Ismail, the Bihullah alayhi salam, they set about building this Kaaba. There, there is also a place next to the Kaaba, not too far from it, called Maqam Ibrahim, the place of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Still there now, enclosed in a golden case in a glass container, and when you look through that glass below, you can see the footprints on two stones, on two stones, the footprints of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam. That's still there. And it's mentioned in the narrations that uh, as they would build the Kaaba, they reached a point where the, it was too high for them. And so Ibrahim alayhi salam, Prophet Abraham, would stand upon the, the stone and the stone would raise him up so he can continue to build the Kaaba. And this is from the miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared that this place, this house, the Kaaba is purified. This is a command he gave to, to Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam and Sayyidina Ismail al-Dabihullah. Uh, for those who would come there to do tawaf, for those who are staying there, uh, there were people who were living in close proximity to the Kaaba in those days. People who come and pray there, in uh, uh, bowing down and prostrating. Ruqqa is sujood, as Allah subhanahu mentioned in the ayah. So the, the, the sanctity of the place is established. The importance of the place is established. Uh, that Allah subhanahu wa commanded uh, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam and Sayyidina Ismail dhabihullah alayhi salam. Then Allah subhanahu wa continues in the Quran to reveal. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا بَلَدًا آمِنًا وَارْزُقُ أَهْلَهُ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ مَنْ آمَنَ مِنْهُمْ وَارْزُقُ أَهْلَهُ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ مَنْ آمَنَ مِنْهُمْ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ قَالَ وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَأُمَتِّعُهُ قَلِيلًا ثُمَّ أَضْطَرُّهُ إِلَىٰ عَذَابِ النَّارِ وَبِئِسَ الْمَصِيرِ وَإِذْ يَرْفَعُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ الْقَوَاعِدَ مِنَ الْبَيْتِ وَإِسْمَعِيلُ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ رَبَّنَا وَجْعَلْنَا مُسْلِمَيْنِ لَكَ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِنَا أُمَّةً مُسْلِمَةً لَكَ وَأَرِنَا مَنَاسِكَنَا وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا 
وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم. And remember when Ibrahim, Prophet Ibrahim said, My Lord, make this city, Mecca, a place of security and provide its people with fruits, such of them as believe in Allah on the last day. So, Ibrahim salam is making dua now. Ya Allah, my Lord, make this city, this place, Mecca, a place of security. So this is the dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim salam. Sayyidina Ibrahim salam is the special friend of Allah, the Khalilullah. So this dua is very special. Make this place a place of security. And this is how it has always been. A place of security. And people who want to uh, commit wrong transgressions in that place, they're, they're exposed and the security authorities, even up, up to this day, they would catch them and deal with them. The place of security. And provide its people with fruits, with food. When, uh, when Ibrahim salam before this, when he first went to Mecca with his young son, the baby Ismail, and his wife, Sayyidah Hajar, the mother of Ismail salam, and he left them in Mecca with, with little supplies, nothing much. It pained him, but he was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He left them there. And unexpectedly, uh, things happen to make this place a, sec a secure place for them, a place of safety for them. And they, they would get food and supplies and so on. The first great miracle that took place after uh, Sayyidina Ibrahim left uh, his wife Sayyidah Hajar there in Mecca with a small baby, uh, his, her son, their son Sayyidina Ismail. And she was looking, running between Safa and Marwa, looking for water, looking for food, because their supplies ran out. Then Jibreel came, and he hit on the ground, and so the, the, the well of Zamzam sprang forth, started. So they had water. And because of this well now, it attracted people to the place to come and settle nearby, because it's a source of water now for them, which is scarce in the desert. And so those people would give them food and so on, because they're in control of the well. And, and so it became a place of safety and security and, uh, for food, for uh, Sayyidah Hajar, alayhi salam, and Sayyidina Ismail, Dabihullah, alayhi salam, in this way. Look at uh, the, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how it unfolds in the lives of people. And the dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim, alayhi salam. And then he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, As for him who disbelieves, I shall leave him in contentment for a while, then I shall compel him to the torment of the fire, and worse indeed is that destination. For those who want to cause harm in this place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deals with them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals again, وَإِذْ يَرْفَعُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ الْكَوَعِيدَ مِنَ الْبَيْتِ And remember when Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, and his son Ismail, the Bihullah alayhi salam, were raising the foundations of the house of the Kaaba at Mecca. And they were saying, 
ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم. Our Lord, Ya Allah, accept this service from us. Verily, you are the hearer, the knower. As as they were building the Kaaba, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, Sayyidina Ismail Allah, together, father and son, they're doing this great command that Allah subhanahu wa gave to them. They're responding, building the Kaaba, the house of Allah, the masjid. And they're reciting, رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Like this, they're reciting it continuously as they build the Kaaba. And now from the khawas of the Qur'an, from the special spiritual characteristics of special surahs, special verses in Quran. This particular verse, these, these words, Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim. One of its beautiful benefits, spiritual characteristics, or the khawas, is that if you want to set about to do something important you want to achieve in your life, Whatever that objective is, you, you recite this dua. Rabbana taqabal minna inna kanta samilalim. You keep reciting it. We need it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help you to achieve that objective. Whatever that, that thing is, anything in life, not only, well, in this case, is building a masjid, but uh, other things as well. Whatever objective, good thing, something good you want to achieve in life, you know, your, your studies, your career, uh, exams in school, college, university, and so on. You want to build your home also. Uh, anything uh, of importance in your life, you, you keep reciting this dua. Rabbana taqabbal minna inna kandasamil alim. As often as possible throughout that time until you achieve your objective. Inshallah will help you in achieving your objective. This is from the khawas of this special dua, this ayah in the Quran. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samil alim. Then the next ayah says, Rabbana waj'alna muslimaini laka wa min dhuriyatina ummatan muslimatan laka wa arina manasikana wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabu rahim. Our Lord, Ya Allah, and make us submissive to you, to subjugate to you, to, to surrender to you. Make us Muslims, because that's the meaning of, of being a Muslim, of Islam, submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam and his son, they pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, Rabbana waj'alna muslimaini laka. Muslimaini means two Muslims, it's the dual form of the word, muslimaini laka, meaning to, uh, referring to uh, Prophet Abraham and Prophet Ishmael, alayhim salam Ya Allah, make us of those who will submit to you, and of our offspring, a nation that will submit to you. Wa min dhuriyatina ummatan muslimatan laka. That's, that's how, they, they, look how they concern now for their offsprings. 
their children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and future. That they would become uh, submissive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning surrender to Allah, obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a beautiful dua that you should all uh, make sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that your offsprings, your children and their children and your future generation would be good Muslims obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The special dua, one of the amazing dua in the Quran, in Surah Al-Furqan in this case, that you recite these words all the time. رَبَّنَا هَبْ لَنَا مِنَ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا كَرَّةَ عَيُنٍ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا That you, your care and concern for your progeny, your descendants, your children, their children. You must always be concerned about their, their Islam. You know, many people are concerned about the dunya well-being of their children and not their akhirah well-being. And, and the scholars have mentioned that this is why, this is one of the great blessings of having a sheikh in your life. Like the sheikh is concerned for your well-being, like the sheikh and the murid relationship. You become a murid of the sheikh. The sheikh is concerned for your well-being in the dunya and in the akhirah, especially the akhirah. When uh, parents, parents usually are, are concerned only about the well-being in the dunya and they spend all the resources and so on on their children for the dunya well-being their education and uh, other success in the dunya and you know when they spend a lot of time like for example in Canada here uh, parents would spend a lot of time in the evening and on weekends taking the children to uh, soccer practice, hockey practice, the piano practice, all these different things. They spend a lot of time doing that, paying a lot of money for it, but they won't take them to the masjid. They won't take them to the masjid to learn about Islam. Uh, they, won't, they won't want, and even if they take them, they don't want to pay for it, they want it free. You know, they, they shouldn't go to, to the masjid, everything must be free. This is how many, unfortunately, many people are no, this is a great uh, lesson that uh, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam and Sayyidina Ismail are mentioning. They, their dua for their progeny, for their children, their grandchildren, their descendants, that they must be good Muslims submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, the next important lesson for us also from this is that they, they, they themselves, uh, Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam, Prophet Ismail alayhi salam, they are submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbana waja'alna muslimaini laka. Ya Allah, let us be submissive to you. Let us surrender to you, to submit to you. Let us be good Muslims. That's the starting point. They start with themselves to be good believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then their children must be good believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. An important lesson for us. Because once again, they are, they are, you know, Muslims who parents are concerned for the Islam of their children. But there are cases where the, the parents, Muslim parents, they want to be like 
Jack and Jill and John and Bill. But they want the children to be Abu Bakr, Omar, Uthman, Ali, Fatima, Aisha, Khadija. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't happen. Parents who want to be Jack and Jill, John and Joe, and so on and so forth. Their children are not going to be Abu Bakr, Omar, Uthman, Ali, Aisha, Khadija, and so on. You know, you're, uh, you have to be mindful about how, what example you have. I mean, you meaning people in general. And you know this, you observe it uh, in society, how you know, some people are. You have to be good examples. And this, in this ayah, Allah SWT is uh, telling us about uh, the way of Sayyidina Ibrahim salam and Sayyidina Ismail, Allah, how they are. They want to be good Muslims, good believers. Rabbana waj'alna muslimaini laka. And then, wamin dhuriyatina. And our, our progeny, our descendants, let them be from among the great Muslim believers who submit to you. This is how we should be. Amazing how this ayah is there for us. 14 centuries ago, it's revealed in the Quran, but it took place 4,000 years ago when Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, Sayyidina Ismail, they're in Mecca, they're building the Kaaba. And show us our monastic, our rituals, our rites, like the rituals of Hajj, for example, and accept our rep repentance to you, you Allah. You, truly, you are the one who accepts repentance. You are the most merciful one. So, this now is this unfolding of the, the dua, as I mentioned earlier, the dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim. And now, the next ayah, the special dua that I want to refer you to. Allah SWT reveals, رَبَّنَا وَبَعَثْ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِّنْهُمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِكَ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Our Lord, Ya Allah, Send among them a messenger of their own. So this is the dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam. Send to this place, Mecca. Send to the people of this place. And by extension, anyone who's connected to this place, as you are, your heart is connected to the Kaaba. We love the Kaaba. We love Masjid al-Haram. We love Mecca. Mecca, this called Umul Qura in the Quran by Allah SWT, the mother of all places, the mother of all cities, the mother of all tongues and villages. Umul Qura. That's the Quranic name for Mecca. It's described as Umul Qura. And the, the university there in Mecca has that name as well. Jamiat Umul Qura, the Umul Qura University. That's the university where I studied in Mecca. Uh, and uh, so the place, now Umul Qura, Mecca, sent to the people of this place, sent to this place, a messenger from among themselves. And there are different levels from among them. Firstly, uh, 
the, the tribe of the Prophet Quraysh and Bani Hashim within Quraysh, that the Prophet is from. That's one, uh, one level of interpretation by, by the scholars of Hadith. Uh, sent to all the Arab tribes now, beyond Quraysh now, on the outlying areas, because they're connected to this place. To the people of the entire region. Then, by extension, to all the believers, the Muslim Ummah, because they're connected to this place. The believer, uh, every Muslim in their heart, they love Mecca, they love Masjid al-Haram, they love the Kaaba. It's so dear to them. Like, I, I, I've seen on several occasions, we, we go there for Hajj and Umrah every year and so on. People, especially those who are going for the first time, when the first time they see the Kaaba, when we enter that masjid to do Umrah, and you see the Kaaba, people are crying. They can't control themselves. Subhanallah. The, the, the love for the Kaaba. Because this is the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Baytullah al-Atiq. The first house established for the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Send to this place, the people of this place, all those connected to the place, meaning the believing jinns, the jinns, the angels, and all of creation. The Prophet came for all of that. So the dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim salam, he's making this dua 4,000 years ago. And he's making specific things that he's mentioning in the dua. رَبَّنَا وَبَعَثْ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْهُمْ Right, they, do, they send to them a messenger from among their own. يَتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِكَ Who shall recite unto them your verses, your signs. وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ And who will teach them this book, the Qur'an? And who will teach them wisdom? Will you zaki him? And who will purify them? Innaka antil azizul hakim. Where you are the mighty, the wise. This is a special dua that I want you to understand now the context. The dua of Prophet Ibrahim salam, Sayyidina Ibrahim salam that he made in Mecca 4,000 years ago after he built this Kaaba. Mentioning specific things. And the, the Prophet Ali, his salat was um, mentioned later on, many things about this dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim salam. So Sayyidina Ibrahim salam made this dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The dua is not answered then. The dua is not answered then. Even though Sayyidina Ibrahim salam, Prophet Abraham is Khalilullah. He is Abul Anbiya. He is the father of all the prophets. Those who came before him and those who came after him. Abul Anbiya. The father of the prophets. Even though he is 
Khalilullah and Khalilullah, the special friend of Allah. Khalil comes, is derived from the verb Khalla. And Khalla refers to an empty space next to you, an empty space reserved for someone special. You have this empty space next to you reserved for someone. Uh, empty space, not necessarily physically, uh, but in your life, you have that space reserved for them. Like we would, in today's society, people talk about your best friend or best friend for life and so on. You, you have a space in your life reserved only for your best friend. No one else occupies that space. So that is the relationship with Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is the Khalilullah, the special friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's making this dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't answer the dua immediately. Uh, Imam Busayri mentions something important about the Khalilullah. He says, yes, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam is the Khalilullah, the special friend of Allah, but our Prophet, Rasulullah, our Prophet Muhammad is the Habibullah, the beloved of Allah. And the Habibullah, the beloved of Allah, the most beloved of Allah, is a maqam, a spiritual station that's higher than the Khalilullah. This is how uh, Imam Busayri mentions about our Prophet Rasulullah. So this is the the dua of Ibrahim Islam that I want to mention now. And we still have to, we, we, we would continue to talk about this concept of the greatest gift for the believers. How it is, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to this dua. What he says in the Quran in his response to this dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim salam. And inshallah, in the next part of this lecture, we'll continue our reflections on this topic, the greatest gift for believers. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een wa akhir da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Uh, our dua, inshallah, we want to make special dua for uh, all our donors, those who donated yesterday and today and before. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of them. Um, also, um, the sponsor for the dinner program. Uh, may Allah bless all those that are sponsored. Uh, tonight, Sister Shakila Sukai, make the office Sister Shakila Sukai and her family for sponsoring the dinner program tonight. There are several requests for dua, uh, including Sister Abidin, Sister Shamayla, uh, Sister Sophia, and that's from Manchester, U UK, Sister Sophia and Brother Fahimuddin from Chicago, Sister Razia Khan from Scarborough, Sister Roxana Begum from Brampton. Uh, Sam Nadim from Karachi, Pakistan, requesting dua for Shifa uh, as well. As also, Sister Nisha Rahoman um, uh, gives special donation uh, for Rabiul Awal, the month of Rabiul Awal, and also uh, for the anniversary of the passing of her mother. We make special dua for her mother, 
And this is uh, the donation from Sister Nisha Rahoman. I also want to make a special offer from my sister, Faniza. Today it's her birthday. May Allah SWT bless her on her special day, grant her long life of Islam. Alhamdulillah, my sister Faniza, who lives in Florida. May Allah bless her on the occasion of her birthday. We also want to make dua for everyone uh, in the chat, inshallah. Uh, all those who enter the information chat, we make special offer for them uh, for this additional effort they made for entering the information, the information in the chat. And for each and every one of you, special love for you. I want to recognize some of the names of those who donated to the Islamic Forum, uh, including uh, Sister Brenda Williams for the uh, automate, Rabil Awal automated donation. And she did the highest level, the third level of 30 days automated donation. Brother uh, Tahir Chowdhury, who did two uh, donations for Rabi al-Awl, first the 12-day automated, and then he did the 20-day automated donation. May Allah SWT bless Brother Tahir Chowdhury from Connecticut, United States. And she's uh, Brenda Williams is from Harlem, New York, in the United States, inshallah. Um, also, this is Shaniza Mohanlal and Brother Akar Mohanlal, the Mohanlal family. Uh, we thank them for the Rabiel Awal automated donation. Sister Bibi Khan and family, we thank her for the Rabiel Awal automated donation. Sister Abida and Sister Shamayla from Manchester for the Rabiel Awal automated donation. Sister Zairul and family uh, from Toronto for the Rabiel Awal automated donation. Sister Hawa Vivian from Los Angeles, California for the Rabiel Awal automated donation. Sidi Saad Muhammad from Shelbourne, Ontario for the Rabi Awal automated donation. Sidi uh, Yasmin Khan from Queens, New York in the United States for the Rabi Awal automated donation. Sidi Mahmoud Al-Hassan from St. John's, Newfoundland for the Rabi Awal automated donation. And today uh, we also have a, a new uh, profile for Sidi uh, Safiya Pesova from Miramar, Florida in the United States for the Rabiel Awal Automated Donation. May Allah SWT bless all of them. Uh, we also want to recognize uh, Brother Patrick Williams for his donation to the Islamic Forum and uh, a special dua for Brother Azfar Ali from Improsol Inc. for his generous donation to the Islamic Forum. Also Sister Zairul and family from Toronto for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Sister Saira Sajjad and uh, for, for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum, online bids for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti uh, Sadia Chowdhury from New York for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, once again, Siti Safiya Pesawa from Florida for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, Brother Ahsan Jamil and family for the donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti uh, Hawa Vivian uh, again for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Kamrul Hassan from Scarborough for the donation for the new Masjid Building Fund. 
And we also want to uh, remember Siti Khatul bin Zamanuddin for her donation to the Islamic Forum, Sister Shamina Owen for her donation to the Islamic Forum, and again Sister Abida and Sister Shamila from Manchester, United Kingdom for the donation to the Islamic Forum, uh, Sister Roxana Madda from Mississauga for the donation for the new Masjid Building Fund. Sister Rafiat Odorinwali uh, for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti Arshia from Los Angeles, California for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother William Akbar from Milledgeville in Georgia for his donation to the Islamic Forum. And again, Brother William Akbar, another donation for the Islamic Forum. Uh, Brother Asif Hassan. Uh, for his donation to the Islamic Forum. Sidi Imran Durani and family from Mississauga for their donation to the Islamic Forum. And again, Sister Brenda Williams from Harlem, New York for another donation to the Islamic Forum. Sidi Khatul bin Zamanuddin from Seattle, Washington for a donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Mohammed Ibrahim Wali Mohammed from Fairfax, Virginia in the United States for his donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Azam Khan from Mississauga for his donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, Brother Horace Pardes and Sister Mariam Pardes for their donation to Islam from Pembroke Pines in Florida in the United States for their donation to Islam Forum. Brother Jamil Chowdhury for their donation and family from New York. CD Jamil Chowdhury and City Yasmin Chowdhury and family from Roslyn Heights in New York for their donation to the Islamic Forum. And Sister Azimun Nisha Rahoman uh, for her donation to the Islamic Forum for, and the donation for Rabiul Awwal and also for her, uh, the anniversary of the passing of her mother. We make dua for that, inshallah. So these are some of the names I want to recognize today. May Allah SWT bless all our donors. May Allah SWT answer their dua uh, bless them, bless their family, their loved ones, enrich them many more times because of their donation to the Islamic Forum, insha'Allah. Also, uh, I would like to... There. So we'll make dua now uh, on this uh, blessed day. And I mentioned the request for dua, and also to include uh, dua for each and every one of you. Whatever dua you want to make, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your dua. Keep that near in your heart for whatever dua you want, dua you want to make. We make dua for that, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept for us. And uh, I also want to include dua for my mom and dad. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them. Please mention them in your dua. And uh, for my sister, Faniza. Today it is her birthday, especially for her. May Allah subhanahu wa bless uh, my sister Faniz on her special day, her birthday. Alhamdulillah. So kindly raise hands and join me in dua. Allahumma ameen. A'udhu billahi sami'l alim in a shaitan rajim. Bismillahi rahmani rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Rahmani rahim. Maliki yawmidini iyaka nabudu wa iyaka nasta'een. اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثن اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرت ولا هما إلا فرجت ولا دينا إلا قديت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا ميتا إلا رحمت ولا ميتا إلا رحمت ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قديتها برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وهيئ لنا من أمرنا رشدا ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا هب لنا من لدنك ذرية طيبة إنك سميع الدعاء ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ودخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 I also want to uh, as especially for our brothers and sisters in the United States, um, the winners have been declared, at least on the television, for the winners have been declared for the uh, elections that were held on the 3rd of November. Uh, so we want to congratulate the president-elect, uh, president-elect Joe Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris, we congratulate them on their victory. And once again, we make dua for all our Muslim brothers and sisters. Allah SWT protect you, keep you safe. And may Allah SWT uh, guide the uh, newly elected leaders to make decisions that are favorable to our Muslim brothers and sisters in the United States and our Muslim Ummah throughout the world. Make special Allah SWT continue to show us with his mercies and protect the Muslim Ummah, protect his Ummah uh, from all sources of harm. Ameen, Ameen. 
We also want to make dua for each one of you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you from the coronavirus pandemic, protect your family, protect your loved ones, keep you safe, protect you from all sources of harm. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala show his uh, blessings and mercies and forgiveness upon you. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you always in the shade of his mercy. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow, 7 p.m. Toronto time for a daily broadcast. Please tell your family members, relatives, friends, and Muslims that you know about the program. They can join us as well. Uh, and may Allah subhanahu wa bless you for so doing. Until we meet again, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.